Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh, new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. back welcome back everybody throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet the greatest success story the world has ever known and that is america and it's successful because of people like you throughout our great nation remember freedom works and if you want to become a part of that movement go to freedomworks.org freedomworks.org and become a part of that movement the largest grassroots organization in the nation go there freedomworks.org and find out what that's all uh, about hey friends um on with me earlier in the last hour was uh pastor paula white uh, Kane of the New Destiny Christian Center in Apopka, Florida. Uh, Pastor Paul is one of the spiritual advisors to the President of the United States. There is a day of prayer coming up this Sunday uh, to all uh, people of who are believers uh, in uh, who are faith of people of faith uh, who have a prayer life. Pray for the President. Pray for the president. Yeah, this day has been set aside. Uh, Paula and Franklin, Paula White and Franklin Graham uh, did, in fact. Um, yeah, they called the president. The president was in, in flight. Uh, Paula said he was on his way to Japan. And um, they said that they felt that it was a need for a national day of prayer. The president immediately agreed. And so this Sunday, this Sunday, June 2nd, uh, set aside uh, some time and um, go to PaulaWhite.org. Yeah, PaulaWhite.org. And uh, you can sign up there. You can sign up there to be a part of that. And Paula is going to take her list to the president and let him see those names that are there and let him understand how many people in this nation are truly praying for him. Now, um, Mike Woods came up after her in that uh, first hour. And hey, folks, you should know and you should understand that 100 million barrels of oil almost da- daily, that's, that's almost unfathomable. You know, a hundred million barrels of oil daily consumed worldwide. And you're talking about green new deals with me. Uh, What would it look like? Let's just say here and let's just go crazy hypothetical. What would it look like then if America Uh, goes green and the rest of the world does not. 
I think we effectively make ourselves a third world country. And we bankrupt ourselves in, in the process because we can't afford that if we went crazy, hypothetical, which, of course, the Green New Deal is basically all that is. The numbers alone, the numbers of uh, countries alone that would still depend on crude oil would not in any way benefit from going green. That is the lunacy of a spoiled American mind when we understand that we're not taxed to death when it comes to the fuel pumps like England and other European nations where the price of gasoline is something like eight dollars you know and you know, like I told you <clears throat> pardon me just the other day I bought uh, gasoline, filled my car up with it, uh, two nineteen. Louisiana, of course, we're we're second largest oil producing state in the country. In case you didn't know, madam or ma'am, sir, you know. But we're not at six dollars, four dollars, as it is in Hawaii. Totally liberal state. Out of all out of all the fifty states, it may be, even though you know, it's great to be in Hawaii, but even though it's expensive to live there, very very expensive. Gas over four dollars a gallon there, and I saw it very high. I mean, higher than you expected to see in Oklahoma, even two forty six, two forty nine. Texas. About the same. Louisiana? Oh, we're way down. We're way down in the 220s. And I know some of you folks out there may be paying something like uh, 260 250 And it could go to 3 before the uh, summer's out. But we're spoiled when it comes to the rest of the world and how they have allowed themselves to get into situations that people like Bernie Sanders, Ocasio-Cortez and them whole just the whole Democrat Party would want us to go where we are just taxed out of existence. You're taxed so that listen, half of that eight dollar uh, price for gas at European pumps, half of that is taxes. And that's because they are trying to support a socialist agenda. And that's exactly what the, the Green New Deal and the progressive Marxist socialist Democrats. That's where they want us to be. Do they live uh, in uh, different ways than we do that here in America over in Europe. Oh, you better believe they do. Even though, you know, Hey, I love Brit TV. Okay. I love, uh, British, uh, television 
and movies and series and stuff. I love them. It's, it almost looks idyllic. But are you really paying close attention to who is actually have who actually has money? They're elitist. There is a marked difference, even in their own films, between those of class and those who are not. As you know, as they say, I think everybody's in their own class, doing your own thing, being your own selves. But over there, it matters who your own self is, especially when it comes to thinking about where you came from, how, what your origin is. And here in our nation, that simply is not the way it was set up. There were 28 principles uh, by people like John J. Alexander Hamilton uh, of liberty that our founding documents and our American creed is built upon. And I was going over with them, going over the uh, 28 principles of liberty with you. I, I think it's time now that somewhere you can tune in and get the, the ideals of why we are who we are as Americans. And then, of course, talk about it at work. Talk about some of these points that I give you. We're getting too old as well. We're still a very, very young nation at 243 years of age. You know, there are people right now who've been around for a third of that time. And some for over nearly, nearly, nearly half of it. there are people alive today who've been around for almost two thirds of that time. Isn't that amazing? How the life expectancy has expanded, and it's all because of some of the principles that we were founded upon. Now. Let me just read the first seven, the first eight to you, because we left off at number eight yesterday. And believe me, you want to have a pencil or paper handy to jot these down. And, of course, to perhaps take with you a couple of nuggets I might drop. Uh, the Lord allows me to do that along the way. Now. Number one, in the 28 Principles of Liberty, friends, the only reliable basis for sound government and just human relations is natural law. Uh, basically, natural law is uh, we live by a accepted or expected code of conduct from human beings toward one another. In other words, there should be a certain civility. And even in the word civility, to bring that about many times, if someone does commit uh, something that is outside the bonds of civil behavior agreed upon, civil behavior in our society. Natural law says then that person should be punished. 
That is the natural moral inclination of human beings. It's, it's a natural thing. I mean, you can go coast to coast. And of course, you'll get people sidelined talking about, well, I feel. Well, that feeling may actually lead you to violating a civil code that the rest of us hold. And that's where, you know, the idea of a republic, especially in this country, comes to bear. Not a democracy, because a democracy leads to uh, sometimes anarchy, as you've seen in France and other places where they've tried just a democratic form, a democracy, as opposed to a, a republic, as we are. So natural law is the reliable basis for sound government and just human relationships. Number two, a free people cannot survive under a republic can constitution unless they remain virtuous and morally strong. In other words, you got to want to, you want to want to do the right thing. You want to try and do the right thing. As far as the code of civil conduct is concerned. And a society of free people and put an emphasis on free. Because if you are free, you're exercising a liberty. And freedom can be taken away if, in fact, anarchy breaks out because government, whether they're tyrannical or what have you, they're there basically to keep the peace, at least the way they want it to be peaceful. In America, we still are in charge of this country and we're in charge of the peace that our country should have. That's why we're trying to offset the progressive liberal attack and assaults on our nation today because it will produce anarchy. So a free people cannot survive under a Republican constitution like ours is unless they remain virtuous and morally strong, want to do the right thing. Three, the most promising method of securing a virtuous and morally stable people is to elect virtuous leaders, those who want to do the right thing. This does not speak to any of your past behavior. It does speak to what you are as an American patriot. Every politician on Capitol Hill and every one of you, wherever you are, have not lived up to the letter of the law in order to be in the minds of the idealist, a virtuous leader. In your virtues, you must take into account a certain core value that comes along with being an American. It's in our DNA, regardless if you believe it or not. And it's the Judeo-Christian ethic. And in that ethic is an embedded desire that does infect the people who 
are citizens of a Judeo-Christian nation, as ours was founded to be. Uh, there is a pulling away. Let's not be uh, naive. There is certainly a pulling away in so many different quarters in America from the Judeo-Christian ethic. But I do know that there is an awakening going on in this land. And I thank God for that. There's an awakening. Uh, there's a Christian awakening. There's a movement. There's even, a, if you just want to make it nebulous, there's a spiritual awakening. Because, you know, spirituality can mean, come in many, many forms. But I'm telling you, there is an awakening again <clears throat> to our Judeo-Christian ethics. There's an awakening again. And without religion, number four, without religion, the government of a free people cannot be man maintained. There has to be a vehicle to your virtues, to, to uh, drive your virtuous behavior. And that vehicle the founders felt was, yes, religion. Back then, most of the founders uh, did, in fact, uh, embrace Christianity. Some were deist, some were naturalist, but they all had something that they were accountable to. If you are accountable to nature, if you're a naturalist, then you're accountable to be good to the creator's natural creations. If you're a deist and you don't necessarily embrace Judaism or, or Christianity, but you do believe that there is something that did in fact cause the leaves on trees to be so much alike, but yet absolutely different. There has to be something to the idea that there is a difference in fingerprints on everybody. So our founders felt that without religion, the government on of the of a free people, again, a free people cannot be maintained. You have to maintain it by being responsible. Number, four, number five, all things were created by God. And you can't tell me that the founders didn't have within themselves the spirit and the understanding that this experiment of America could not, would not work without the people being aware of the creator. I'll be back with more of the 28 Principles of Liberty. When the C.L. Bryant Show returns, I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation. Don't any of you go anywhere. I'm C.L. Back after this short break.
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. C.L. Bryant, there are 28 principles of liberty that all of us as Americans should understand. It would give us a better grasp of who we are. You cannot possibly be a united nation unless there is at least one thing that brings you together. We won't all worship together. We won't all believe God the same. We won't uh, uh, have the same uh, spiritual values as far as our religions, various religions are concerned. But we can agree upon certain ideas and principles, even if there are one or two of them for your own religious reasons be excluded. You may not accept any of them, but there has to be nailed to the doorpost of American society principles of why and who we are. I was telling you when we left that point number five of the 28 principles of liberty is all were created by God. Therefore, upon him, all mankind are equally dependent and to him, they are equally responsible. Yeah, that if that is a part of your core value. Then, 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 friend, there's very little that you're going to do to harm me or I you. All men are created equal. Number six. All men are created equal because all men were created by God and all men are dependent upon God, according to our founders, the God of nature. And all are responsible to the creator, which means that even though you may call yourself an environmentalist, all of us, whether we want to drill, baby, drill, clear cut a forest and replant it, all of us are environmentalists because none of us are stupid enough to know that we can poison the earth without poisoning ourselves. The earth will survive. Oh, I'm not one of those who believes that you can kill the earth. I believe you can kill where you are on the earth and in turns it will kill you. But it's an amazing thing about the earth. It has these rejuvenating qualities. You'll be dead and gone doing something stupid where you live on the earth. And you'll die. 
but the earth will rejuvenate itself. All men are created equal, are created equal to do as they want to do. But number seven puts this thing in perspective. It says the proper role of government is to protect equal rights, not provide equal things. Oh, you have a right to be human, to be an American, to be a citizen. And you have the same rights as each and every other American has. But because you have the equal right does not mean you will see equal outcome. It just doesn't happen because outcome depends on the input from the individual who happens to be a citizen with equal rights. But you cannot be guaranteed equal results, equal outcome, equal things. Eight is where we left off. Men are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. And it goes hand in hand with seven. The rights that you have, Americans, that are unalienable are the rights to pursue your life, your liberty, what makes you happy. As long as it's within the civil code of behavior. I got to put a pen right there and say to some of the folks in Shreveport, I was disappointed that um, your mayor would want to lift a ban on sagging pants. You may say, what does that have to do with any of the 28 principles of liberty? You see, when you talk about accepted behavior, it is vulgar in any society, unless it's a hedonistic society, for people to go around with their butts hanging out. So anyway, all men are created equal. But I can tell you one thing, the outcome for someone who does not uh, work within the code of accepted behavior. And folks, that's huge. That's broad, especially with our freedom of speech and expression. That's broad. But. There are some things that society says crosses the line. It does because it's counterproductive. No equal outcomes. Now, number nine, to protect man's rights, God has revealed certain principles of divine law. Now, there are those who would say that our founders did not intend for this nation to be a Christian nation. And truly, there is no state religion in America. But friends, I declare to you that you cannot possibly read the writings of some of the founders and understand that they had a close relationship with the identity 
of a creator, a God. Number 10, the God-given right to govern is vested in the sovereign authority of the whole people. In other words, it's not given to a king or a president. The God-given right to govern is vested in the sovereign authority of the whole people, which means just break it down. Vote. Go and vote. You then exercise your God-given right to govern. We think we exercise our right to govern through much talk. But unless you vote, which gives you your vested interest and gives you your vested authority to govern, you have that. That's what the founders intended was for us to vote. Do you know those people, uh, hey, they'd walk through snow, rain, sleet, whatever, to vote. It was a God-given right, they felt, to do so. 11. The majority of people may alter or abolish a government which has become tyrannical. That is why I was talking to Paula White earlier uh, in the show. And we were talking about a certain darkness that seems to be hovering over the House of Representatives. And I know that we have good people like Mike Johnson, my good friend, Steve Scalise, uh, people of prayer and substance, Jim Jordan, Mark Meadows, Thomas Massey, good friends, people I know, Rand Paul, who understand that there is a heaviness there now that Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats are in charge of the House of Representatives, have sway on that House. There's a darkness there. And the on, on the on number of 11, number 11 of the 28 principles of liberty says that the majority of the people may alter or abolish a government which has become tyrannical. Vote. You can vote Nancy Pelosi out here in 17 months. You can vote her out. But we must make sure that when we replace her with so-called Republicans, we better replace them with Republicans who understand the 28 principles of liberty and don't want to become our masters without understanding it is our vote 
that put them in office. Number 12. The United States of America shall be a republic. A republic is exactly what we have described. It is a place where the people feel that they have a God-given right to govern and they have sovereign authority because they are the whole people. Let we, we, we put this constitution together. The founders said in order to form a more perfect union. <clears throat> Pardon me. My. But now, friends, the United States shall be a republic. Which means it cannot be, if it is to remain itself, it cannot be a socialist country. The United States cannot be a country that is overtaken by Marxism if it is to remain a republic. Oh, I hear that you um, read the words, the Republic of China. Well, talk about Republican name only. That's it. It's ruled by the heavy hand of a Chinese dictator for life, named himself dictator for life, President Xi. There's no republic there. The America that we know is to this day. A Republican, it must remain that way if we are not to become like other nations that have risen and have now fallen on the scrap heap of history. Friends, learn these principles. Understand them for what they are. These are this. It's our creed. These contain the American creed. Now, 12 or 13. A constitution should be structured to permanently protect the people from the human frailties of their rulers. In other words, the people that you put in office. Our constitution was written in order to do this one thing, to permanently protect the people from the human frailties of those in office, the rulers, as it was written before the Constitution was drafted, they still thought of those people in authority as rulers. But they needed something that would permanently protect you and I, the citizen, against what the founders termed as human frailty. 
And that's exactly what you're seeing on Capitol Hill right now. Yes, that's exactly what you're seeing on Capitol Hill right now. You're seeing the full-blown, full-out exercise of human frailty. And one of the reasons why they want to rewrite or restructure the Constitution is so that it no longer permanently protects us, the citizen, from human frailty. And hey, it, 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 if what, what, why do we suffer these things? It's because human beings are subject to common greed. All of us want what we want. Yeah, it is. It is. It is a form of greed to have as much of what you want as you want it, and if you can't get it. In a tyrannical society, you will hire someone called a politician to steal it from someone else and give it to you. Yeah, that's what happens. If we don't get, if certain people don't get what they want, they will hire politicians, they will hire uh, janky attorneys and, and uh, special prosecutors to try and steal it for them. That's what's happening right now on Capitol Hill uh, when we see the uh, constant attack of trying to take down this president. They've actually, America, you have put into the hands of Nancy Pelosi and, and the ability to try and steal something from you. So, number 14, life and liberty are secure only so long as the right to property is secure. Unless you can actually stand out on your ground that you have secured through work, sweat, inheritance, what have you. Unless you're able to stand there and not be molested by government officials without a warrant and just showing just cause to come onto your property. 14 tells us life and liberty are secured only so long as the right to property is secured. Some have thought you can't really own anything. And no, uh, the truth is you do only rent whatever it is. And you reap the benefits from what we have termed as ownership. Because you can buy, sell, and prosper from owning property. But, of course, when you die, it belongs to someone else. So you never really own anything. We'll be back and we'll continue with the 28 Principles of Liberty when the C.L. Bryant Show returns as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation. I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. You thought I was worth saving. So you Change my life. You thought I was worth keeping. So you clean me 
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always lend a helping hand. And for the flag I stand. CL back with you on this great day in the USA, and it will remain that way as long as people like you are vigilant and understanding that you are still in charge of this country. Yes, you are. I've been going through the 28 principles of liberty, and um, we're up to number 14 now, uh, which says life and liberty are secure only so long as the right to property is secure. Take away a man's a person's right to property and uh, you take away their possibilities of life and liberty as well. After all, What is there then to really strive for if, in fact, in this lifetime, you cannot call something your own? Are you hearing me? Calling something your own. Your own family. Your own patch of ground to tend. After all, you must understand that the first thing God gave Adam was a patch of ground to tend. And he said, all of this stuff here is yours. Do what you will with it, but be careful of uh, uh, leaving me out of the equation so that you'll remember that I am in the equation. Don't eat from that tree. Yeah, that that's the purpose of that tree being there, it was a reminder that there are limitations to this life, right? Sure there is. Always is. In any situation, there are limitations. So, owning something, having property, has always been a part of the natural law when we talk about being human on this earth and America is a place where I think human beings are able to enjoy their humanity to the utmost. Don't let it go away. 15, the highest level of prosperity occurs when there is a free market economy and minimum of government regulations. This, these are the words of men who have been dead now 
for over 200 years, for nearly 200 years. And what I have just read to you is exactly why America is springing back in a booming fashion with its economy roaring. And that's because you now have a president who understands number 15 of the 28 principles of liberty. And it applies so much to business. And business makes America run. Business. Big business. All of us who have a job and all of us who are blessed with any type of income, believe this. It is business and rich people who, in fact, drive economies because they have the capital to invest in things that you come up with. You don't have any money, but you have a great idea. The free market is the highest level, creates the highest level of prosperity and minimum government regulations. Donald Trump rolled back regulations. The economy booms. The free market is unleashed and the greatest wealth producing machine the world has ever known does its thing. Yes, it does its thing. It produces wealth for its people. And right now, anyone who wants to, anyone who would like to, can in fact experience and slice a piece for themselves. It can be a small piece, it can be a large piece, but it's the sweet piece of the American pie. Exercise that free market. Make it work for you. 16. The government should be separated into three branches. Legislative, executive, and judicial. Yes, we the people are first represented there. We elect the executive branch of government. And then upon appointment by that executive branch of government, we receive nominations for the judicial branch of government as far as the Supreme Court is concerned. So the founders felt that in our constitutional documents in our founding documents, it was necessary to understand that government should be separated into three branches of government representative first represented first are the people, the legislative branch. That's your senators and House of Representatives. Then we, of course, elect a president. And then that president has the power of appointment 
as far as Supreme Court judges are concerned. That's the way it has evolved. That's the way it is. That's our government. Learn it. As we travel down this road to the 28 principles of liberty, 17, a system of checks and balances should be adopted to prevent abuse of power. Now, this has been exercised over the past two years. You spent $35 million uh, exercising checks and balances, the system of checks and balances. But it it has been abused itself by the human frailties of those who are on or in the party of Democrats. And this homage fellow uh, who has now sided with them and most likely, most likely, mark my words, will throw his hat out there to be kicked back at him. But I think he wants to run against Donald John Trump. So the checks and balances have been abused trying to take out a duly elected president of the United States. And they're being abused because you and uh, maybe because I haven't spurred you enough and I have not been forthright in holding their feet to the fire when it comes to jeopardizing our principles of liberty. We'll take up with the other 10 when I return uh, with you. Um, and I want to say to you that it has been a great day is a great day in the USA. You learn these 28 principles of liberty. One, the only reliable basis for sound government and just human relations is natural law. Two, a free people cannot survive under a Republican constitution unless they remain virtuous and morally strong. Three, the most promising method of securing a virtuous and morally stable people is to elect virtuous leaders for without religion, the government of a free people cannot be maintained. Five, all things were created by God. Therefore, upon him, all mankind are equally dependent and to him, they are equally responsible. Six, all men are created equal. Seven, the proper role of government is to protect equal rights, not to provide equal things. Eight, men are endowed, endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. Nine, to protect man's rights, God has revealed certain principles of divine law. Ten, the God-given right to govern is vested in the sovereign authority of the whole people. Eleven, the majority of people 
may alter or abolish a government which has become tyrannical. 12. The United States shall be a republic. 13. A constitution should be structured to permanently protect the people from human frailties of their rulers. 14. Life and liberty are secure only so long as the right to property is secure. 15. The highest level of prosperity occurs when there is a free market economy and a minimum of government regulations. 16. The government should be separate into three branches, legislative, executive, and judicial. 17. A system of checks and balances should be adopted to present the abuse of power. Now, we are going to continue with guest next uh, time on the show, next uh, time I meet you here on the show, and we are going to finish with the 10 remaining of the 28 principles of liberty. And um, folks, it is something that all of us, they are, these are things that all of us should know. Because when we think about who we are as a people, why we are as Americans, it's woefully uh, sad to watch how so many of our politicians, teachers, educators, preachers cannot defend the reason the core values of our nation. And if we don't have that type of wisdom and understanding about who we are as a nation, we can easily fall. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant show. And I want to thank God for bringing us to the close of yet another day. I want to thank him for our men and women in uniform around the globe who defend our right to speak our minds. And until I'm able to talk to you again, I pray that God will bless and keep you all. Serious about making a difference? We know exactly where you're coming from. We are the Loving Liberty Radio Network.